This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Trump wasn't as bad as you, yeah, yeah. I don't understand how lips like you. How can they like you? Can't believe people just can't see the... Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the show. It's your boy here, Scott from Multisadies, with episode number 166. Welcome to everybody over on Rumble, Odyssey, DLive is asshole, Twitch, and of course, my favorite fam on the internet, my fam over on the foxhole.app. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is Thursday, February 10th, and I got a dank, dank episode filled for your guys' enjoyment and consumption, and it's going to be extra, extra saucy today. Super extra saucy episode. It's on Wing Wednesday, but I decided to delay today. And boy, oh boy, do we have a show for you guys. It's going to be a little bit of dark. Going to be a rabbit hole. But um, we're going to dive into uh, everything that's going on in the world. These truckers. And it's not what you're going to... It's not what you guys think. It's been a lot of good things with the truckers, right? But guys, as we always do on this show, I like to keep things as real as possible. We like to get that 40,000 foot view. And we're going to be getting it today because I really feel like there is some evilness and some fuckery that is afoot. And we need to talk about it, and I'm going to show you guys my side of the argument of why I think, why I really believe what is coming next as far as these uh, rallies and truck rallies. I hope to God I'm wrong, but I'm, I, I hope, I feel like a false flag is imminent, and it's going to turn around, and it's going to turn into something nasty. Hope I'm wrong, fam, but I'm going to bring you the sauce today. And as we, of course, we still love our, we still love our uh, Canadian patriots out there. We love all these guys, but... Let's say hi to everyone in the chat real quick. We got Tea Time Rose, Matt1776 in the house. Christina Fontana. Yes, Tom Ford made me late today just because. Uh, Jay, Video Demon, Kim Iowa's in the house. Great to see all of you. Deckard B's here. My goodness, look at all these regulars. Texas Q Patriot, of course, dropping me 
uh, phone as soon as before we even start. Ramona's here. All these wonderful people. Video Demon again. 10 ounce silver fanatic. Great to see you all. My goodness gracious. So many of the woke fam are here. My gosh. And it's so great to see everyone. Look at all you happy faces. At least I think you're smiling. <laughs> Lord Qdon's here. Jim Jim. Paul uh, Paul Lajo. Great to see you. Incorruptible Guardian. You guys are absolutely amazing. Great to see so many of the of the regulars here. I'm seeing a lot of new faces also in the shows, which is fantastic. If this is your first time watching Woke Studies, you're in for a treat. If not, you all know what to expect on this show. Red Pill News, laughs, funnies, memes, internet culture, everything that's going on in the world, you guys will have absolutely everything and know everything that is going on right now. And it just, it doesn't get much better than this. So thank you guys so much for hanging out. I see you guys are pouring me the gold pill love already. We don't have any time to waste. Let's jump right into the news blitz because I got some funny shit to show you. And then we get in serious and it's going to start blowing some minds, guys. Let's jump right into the news blitz, shall we? Let's do it. And just to give you guys a nice reality check, not that you guys need it, but for any of your libtard family members and friends, gotta show you this tweet right off the bat here from Melissa Tay. Actually, this is from Getter, but fuck Getter. She writes, Trump offered black people the $500 billion platinum plan to create 40 black Wall Streets and 40 cities to bring entrepreneurship and economic empowerment to black communities. What did Joe Biden bring? He plans to buy $30 million worth of crack pipes to promote, quote, racial equality or racial equity in black communities. This is real and not a joke. And guys, this is going to tie into the theme that we're going to be really talking about today is we, the people, are the terrorists in our own country, according to this administration, and we are being treated as such. And it's going to tie into everything that's going on with these trucker convoys. But fam, when you really break it down to this, everyone seems to forget, not us, though, the, the lefty retards out there seem to forget that Trump did offer this billion dollar, $500 billion platinum plan to create 40 black Wall Streets and also in 40 cities, entrepreneurship, schools, colleges, everything to racial minority communities. And what does Joe Biden bring everybody? He bringing them some crack pipes. You can't make this shit up. So we can really talk about who's the real racist here. Not just with video clips, but also tweets and actions currently and not from videos from 20 years ago. But we like to add on and pile on this show anyways, don't we? And coming from TMZ here, this is uh, Bob Saget, a new update. Supposedly died from brain bleed after hitting his head. And family, I can tell you right now, I ain't buying this shit for one second. Bob Saget did not die of a heart attack or a stroke, which authorities believed was the case. We've learned the cause of death was more shocking and tragic, and sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ after checking into the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Orlando on January 9th, he hit his head on something. We're told authorities don't know what object he hit, possibly the headboard, but there was an obvious bruise on the back of the head. Authorities believe Bob did not know the severity of the injury, injury and got under the covers and just went to sleep. We're told he never woke up and died from a brain bleed. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you right now, I personally know people that have, re- have had relatives get this jab, and the next thing they know, they're having strokes and also what they would call brain bleeds. Does anyone believe that Bob Saget just happened to fall, hit his head, and this is how he died? I said, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. And it was bleeding out um, internally inside of his skull under the covers. I don't believe it by one bit, fam. I can tell you right now, if I had to bet money, this dude got the jab. He got, he got, he got the clots in the brain. Shit started bleeding, and he died from that. 
It doesn't matter what they, how they want to spin it. Was it a heart attack? I guess not. But even if it was a brain bleed, I can tell you right now, it was probably bought by, uh, brought on by the onset of the jab juice again. They claim more victims by the day, but not more than fentanyl, but it's enough to take note. The jabs are doing enough damage, and it's absolutely disgusting. And fam, as you all know, you've been watching this show for a while, I am a little bit of a nerd. I love, I love Star Wars. I personally really, really love Lord of the Rings. You guys didn't know Amazon is gearing up for a series, kind of like a Game of Thrones series on their own service. And uh, Lord of the Rings, is it's going to go back before the original uh, trilogy. So some of the images came out of this today, and it's absolutely disturbing. And of course, it's super fucking woke. This is from The Critical Drinker. This single image is what is was what burning $1 billion looks like. Good luck, Amazon. You'll need it. And they're talking about burning books. But, of course, you're going to see a lot. You're going to see a theme here, ladies and gentlemen. Strong, empowered women, which I'm totally about. But it's it seems to be not just that, but also racial, interracial. And you're going to be seeing here in just a moment. <laughs> oh, this was the one. This was the one I wanted you guys to see. From the quartering, Amazon released their first look at their Lord of the Rings show. Quite the, quote, re-imaging coming our way. And as you guys can see here, it's a lot of it's a lot of racial stuff going on here. We got black elves, which guys, and trust me, I'm totally fine with this. We got a white girl here with a black dude. I'm totally good with this. But as you guys can see here and read, uh, this is a forbidden love, a forbidden love. And Nazine Bonatti's uh, Bronwyn is a single mother and healer seen in her apothecary in Middle Earth Southland. So we got single moms. We got strong women warriors. We got interracial stuff. But you guys don't see any really any white people um, at all, at all being uh, portrayed in this. And the reason why I'm saying this, ladies and gentlemen, it's not because I'm, I'm against these people. I'm against women, strong women, against black people. You guys, that has nothing, absolutely zero to do with any of this. The thing is, fam, we know Amazon's cocked out. We know it's just like Netflix. It's always checkmark actors. We need to get into, uh, they need to be black. They need to be Latinx. They need to be trans. They need to be this. They need to be that. They need to be single mom. They need to be that. All the struggles because they want to make sure that what they're portraying in this show is the optics of the world that is going on right now and how much that is not true. So the, all to the point, fam, from Alum Bakari here, hearing about the new Lord of the Rings series and I am now pro Sauron. <laughs> If you guys haven't watched Lord of the Rings, you won't get that reference, but I'm assuming most of you have. I absolutely love it. Let's switch over here to Vernon Jones. Vernon Jones is no longer running for governor of Georgia. That was announced yesterday. We didn't talk about it too much, but he went out and tweeted this. He's now running for Congress. Trump has given him his endorsement, and he put out this tweet. On day one on Congress, I'll file articles of impeachment against both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris for betrayal of public trust. Then I'll cast my vote for President Trump to be speaker and invite my colleagues to join me. It's time to throw out the old playbook. And the thing is, guys, people have been asking me about this for a while. Do you think Do you think Trump is going to be the uh, speaker of the House? I highly doubt that, fam. He's not going back. He's not going to... If he does come back, I highly doubt he's going to be coming back to be the House speaker. He's coming back to be president, to be the head honcho once again. I think Vernon Jones here is just trying to throw out um, some... Get some more clout for the new announcement that he's not running for governor and for Congress, and that's simply all this is. But it's an interesting thought. It's definitely an interesting thought, but that's all that I got on it. But if you guys were uh, people down living in Georgia, no longer running for governor, he's going to be running for Congress, and he's also got Trump's endorsement. That's all he needs. Let's see what happens. And everyone at CNN is going to be really excited about this piece of news. 
U.S. Congress passes bill easing sexual misconduct complaints at work. CNN is an absolute uproar in approval of this. U.S. lawmakers on Thursday approved a bill that would make it easier for victims of sexual misconduct in the workplace to file complaints. The bill passed by the Senate with rare bipartisan support invalidates any clause in Americans' employment uh, contracts that would prohibit victims of sexual assault or sexual harassment from suing their aggressor or the company in court. The bill will now have to be signed into law by President Joe Biden, which I'm sure he can't wait to get his hands on that one. And according to the bill's author, some 60 million Americans are currently bound by this clause, which forces workers to file sexual misconduct complaints through arbitration rather than in court and sometimes without them even knowing it. So this is, uh, again, once another another self-destruction move coming out of the Biden administration. I'm sure Joe Biden's have no problem, zero problem, uh, signing this over. And I'm sure CNN is, is, in, a, is, is in a place where a much-needed win needs to happen. This is definitely something that CNN is definitely cheering on. And from CNN, from their Instagram page here, Immigration Agency adds respect and welcome to mission statement after Trump-era controversy, guys. And this is going to play into everything, everything that we're going to be talking about today. Four years after the Trump admin removed the phrase nation of immigrants from the U.S. citizenship and immigration services mission statement, the Biden administration is taking a different approach by using the words again, we respect you and welcome you into our country and again this is going to play into everything we're talking about today and fam that is today's news blitz insanes in the membrane today guys we're going to be going down a little bit of a rabbit hole today a little bit of a rabbit hole, a little bit of uh speculation and again guys when i get these feelings i got i got some weird dreams last night about this trucker rally, about some Tesla trucks doing some bad things, man. I can't shake this feeling. Um, and when I get these feelings, I end up doing research behind the scenes about it. And if I find enough for a show, we do a show about it. And that is going to be one of these episodes today. I got ton of sauce. I have a bunch of connections, a bunch of stuff coming together. And um, I, I'm just, we want, we need to get into it. We need to talk about it because as much good as I do believe that the trucker rallies are bringing their hat. It's when we see, what do we say? Like when we, uh, when we rail against war, right? War is a perfect distraction while other things are going behind the scenes guys. And I really believe we have to be careful with that too. When good things are happening, that are dominating that are dominating the news cycle. What else is going on behind the scenes that we also need to be paying attention to. We've been covering these trucker uh, rallies for, uh, for weeks now. Um, and again, this isn't to knock them down by any means. They're all good things. I'd rather people stand up and do something. If it turns out to end up being shitty, I'd rather them stand up, fight for it, and something bad happens than nothing at all. So I just want to make sure that point is clear. So let me just jump over here and look at all of the gold pill donations you guys are pouring in here. Texas Q Patriot, again, thank you for the phone and always first on the chat here. Eight virtues of the can. Matt's in the house. What's up, Matt? Cheers, we're here, boys, big time. Honk, honk, honk. Miss Brandy J with a cookie. Thank you so much. Jimmy Craig with a cookie. Got a link for Crack Pipe Biden song? It's on my Telegram, my friend. Um, I don't have links really anymore. Uh, Laura Cuno with the can. Mez with a cookie. Pasadena, California. The unvaccinated are not a threat to society. They are a threat to authority. 100%. Thank you for that cookie. Nurse 78 with a cookie. The honking will continue. It ain't going anywhere, my friend. H2O Maven with a can. Deckard B26. 
Oh, uh, the can I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America? A lot of people seem to forget that that, that people still do that. And Deneen with the shades. Hello, woke fam. Canada government fucking sucks. I love Canada. Governments suck. Our countries do not. It's the way it is, and we're going through the same thing down here in the United States. So, fam, we have so much to go over, and I want to get into a funny before we jump into the uh, into today's main event because um, it's gonna get it's gonna get weird. It's gonna get dark, and we need to talk about it because we cover everything on this show, whether it's good or bad. And it's just so great. I love seeing all you guys out here. Patriot Drummer's in the house. Great to see a friend, Jay. We got Mary Ellen, too. Uh, Size Gyra. Si- Am I saying that right? Size Gyra, what up? And Renee, great to see you here. Renee, flawless. Uh, USA. Tea Time Rose, of course. I see Little Cat. Uh, Debbie out there. Thank you guys for always modding. Uh, Tom talking shit in the chat, as always. Video Demon in the house. Sicily, great to see you guys. So awesome to see you. And Dondo. And I'm just going down the list here. Great to see all of you. Nurse Melmel, great to see you as well. I'm just going through the list. I love seeing the Woke Fam show up. We're already at 330 viewers alone on Foxhole. So, guys, are you guys ready to strap in for the show? Because I'm ready. This one took some extra work today to put all this together, but I'm ready to do it. And excited. It's going to be absolutely fire. But first, let's hear a word from uh, John Ross and how to paint like a racist. And I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Let's do it. Hey there. I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of How to Paint Like a Feminist. And if this is your first time joining us, I'd cordially like to invite you to pull up a chair and press pause on your racist Joe Rogan podcast and come take a gander at what we're about to create together. A happy little racist painting. But before we get started, and before we get canceled, I'd like to just tell everybody that if YouTube decides to pull this video, you can find us over on Rumble at that link down below. Give it a little click a click and make sure you check out our Telegram chat room because they don't censor us over there. We really appreciate it. All right, so I'm going to have my handy dandy producer run the colors across the bottom of the screen. We're going to have racist red, built back bladder blue. <laughs> Try saying that three times fast. Maybe if you take a Delta 8 from Shell Shock CBD, you probably could. Link below. They banned us for promoting that. It's my company, but fuck those nerds. <laughs> Uh, BLM black, and then, of course, purveyors of good purple. So let's get started. All right, so our first color we're going to use is Build Back Better Blue. But if you've been watching the news, you know that fell flat on its ass like Tess Holiday on some roller skates. Moving on. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so our first colors we're going to use are some racist red and some BLM black. Kind of like racist red with those truckers up there in Canada protesting these vaccine mandates that they claim are just unlawful and oppressive. And yet Prime Minister Justin Trudeau sits there and turns around and says they're racist. If I was Justin Trudeau, how would I paint like a racist? I'll have to come back to that one. You know what? Probably just stick with red. So we're going to take a nice thick layer of this racist red and... We're going to do it on the top portion of this painting. And don't forget, we put a nice thick coat of white privilege on this before we get started. <laughs> going to go across the top there, just spreading all that racist red out there. Because apparently everything these days is just racist again. You know, everything is racist. So we're going to spread a lot of this racism here. You know, of course, just like how GoFundMe has $10 million raised for the Canadian truck driver movement. And boop, they're racist. <laughs> or now they're occupiers. Oh, that's kind of funny to me, but, you know, that's just the way the liberal mind works. 
And what's worse is they're Canadian, so who really understands what the hell those snow Mexicans are thinking? <laughs> snow Mexicans! <laughs> I'm gonna make sure we spread this racism red out nice and thick there, because after all, there has to be a lot of racism for people to whine about. Kind of like the whole N-word being used and why they're trying to cancel Joe Rogan right now. It's not about racism. It's the fact that Joe Rogan has higher ratings than CNN and Fox and all MSN put together. And the fact that Joe Rogan likes to play center aisle and get opinions from both sides, well, networks like CNN and Brian Stelter, who probably got bullied a lot in school, just, they don't like the idea of having somebody outshine them and bust out their misinformation. So therefore, let's cancel him. Oh wait, you can't cancel him, he's too big. So what's the next step? That's right, racism. And you sit there and you demand an apology for Joe Rogan dropping the N-word, not in a racial context, and then you turn around and you say nothing when black hip hop artists have been doing it for years upon years. No problem there. Or you can even call out the Young Turks when they do the exact same thing Joe Rogan did. But you know what they're saying right now? They don't care. For tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone The plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring it all to light All the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight It's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot Dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning Patriots and now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now Until they fold, stay woke Open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie Realize not everything is real Through projects looking glass The future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Hope society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Hey, woke society members, I'm Nan Jenkins, aka Scott's mom. First, thank you for listening to Scott's podcast and supporting him and his beautiful family. I'm very proud of what he does and the risks he has taken to speak truth and stand up for the American way. With all that being said, my weight loss company, Breakthrough M2, is one of his very proud sponsors. The weight loss industry has a lot of fake news, but Breakthrough M2 brings real results in record time using great supplements and real food. This helps you establish lasting healthy habits. Quite a few fellow woke members have lost weight with us and are doing great. In fact, one of them won our weight loss contest. So please visit BreakthroughM2.com for more information and learn about my exclusive weight loss supplements. You can see people's results and learn how to get started. For woke members only, and as a thank you for supporting Scott, you will receive $22 off of your order at checkout if you use the promo code LGB2022. I'm Scott's mom signing off and remember at Breakthrough M2, we love seeing less of you. And P.S. If you like my t-shirt, visit fakemaskworld.com. All right. All right. Guys, that video goes on for another nine minutes. <laughs> oh, that is, uh, what's his name? That is uh, John Burke. He's a comedian. He's got some great, great content. I dropped the link in the chat. It's so damn good. Snow Mexicans. <laughs> I never heard the Canadians being called snow Mexicans before, which <laughs> I love it. And I really hope the Canadians don't, any Canadians in the office, they do not get offended by that because 
that's just too that's just too good of a name. That is just too damn good. Oh man. Maybe at the end of the show I'll watch the rest of that because that goes on again for like another nine minutes. So it's great to see you guys. You guys use code LGB2022 for this is my, again my mom's diet uh, weight loss program. It's uh it's really good. It's breakthrough M2 Alula Wellness, one of my longtime sponsors. It's a great weight loss program. You guys can get some money off when you use that code LGB. LGB 2022. Do it. Get your summer bod ready in the springtime bod. Melt that fat off. It's really good, guys. Go check it out. Get some money off and go support my sponsors. What do we got here? Um, let me see. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Anyone, anyone with a cookie? Let me get this back up here. Thank you, my friend. Did anyone else see the info about the auto police use involvement in the Vax Pass company? Uh, no, but we may be touching on that today, my friend. And Nurse Memo, the shades before truckers heard uh, several months ago, while, while white government trains will be rolling and delivering our food and supplies, that is fantastic. And Heather July is here in the chat today. Great to see you. Dropping me the shades. Glad I'm able to catch live an average show. Pra- uh, Patriot is dropping in here with a can. Cheers, Scott. Hey, Foxhole fam. Great to see you here, brother. Thanks so much for hanging out. So... I wanted to start off the show, guys, with some funny, with some laughs, because what we're going to get into right now is some dark shit. And, you know, when these when these trucker rallies were kicking off, like, I was gun-ho about it. I'm still gun-ho about it. I'm really happy about it. And sometimes reality hits you in the face. And so you have to look at, like, okay, what else is going on right now? Because we would be saying, too, everything, all the losses that Joe Biden is taking, all the losses that Joe Biden is taking... I thought in the back of my mind for a while, man, he must be so happy right now that the Canadian Canadian truckers, they're having these rallies go down right now. It's taking some eyes off of Joe Biden. Not not a lot, but it's taking taking some, right? Certain events take eyes off and they they hone everybody in and we have to pay attention to other things that are going on. Where I want to start here, ladies and gentlemen, is I want to go to Canada. I want to play a video here from Greg Reese talking about Trudeau. Um, deploying his globalist police on um, peaceful protesters and among other people as well. And also going to dive into the police chief of Ottawa. How woke is he? His connections to the UN and people that have reached out to him and other organizations that are behind GoFundMe, behind everything that we saw. It's going to blow your minds, ladies and gentlemen. And why Why my fear of these, these truck convoys starting up in the United States why I might not think it may be such a good idea. So this is where we're going to start here, guys. This is a video by Greg Reese. This came out uh, literally just last night. Has over half a million views. Um, This is where we're going to start, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy. The Great Reset is all about destabilizing the world and crashing economies. Yeah, of course. The best ways to protect yourself is with... Alex Jones, what up? Our government has been in close contact with the mayor of Ottawa, the municipal and provincial officials. So far, the RCMP has mobilized nearly 300 officers to support the Ottawa police services and is ready to do more. Rather than face the Canadian people, Justin Trudeau is sicking his police on them. Governments have been hiring globalist players and thugs for years. Meet Peter Slowly, known for being woke. Seven years ago, as deputy police chief, Peter Slowly said that being black made him a suitable candidate for Toronto's next police chief, and claimed a more important factor was his experience as a United Nations peacekeeper, 
an international police force known for raping and pillaging communities under the flag of peace. It was reported that there was much animosity when Slowly was not chosen to be Toronto's first black police chief. And a year later, he resigned. During his resignation speech, he bragged about tempting offers coming from the international private sector and went on immediately to join the company Deloitte, whose CEO sits on the board of directors at Pfizer and who was awarded over $40 million by the CDC to build a vaccine management system. A couple months before the COVID-19 scamdemic, Peter Slowly was made chief of the Ottawa police. While the world celebrates the inspiring human spirit coming from the people of Canada, their own police steal their gasoline to freeze them out. Families and children. And the foundations of an incoming false flag are now being identified. Meet Peter Downing, a former cop for the RCMP who was given full pay and a clean record after a criminal conviction. Downing is the head of Wexit, an Alberta separatist movement seeking to overrule Canadian law with decrees set by the United Nations and funded by a woman who sits on the board of the Atlantic Council. The Atlantic Council founded CrowdStrike, which ties them to Hillary Clinton. They are funded by George Soros and the Ukraine's Burisma. They are considered a threat to constitutional order by the Russian government, and they fund Peter Downing's Wexit. Wexit has made itself a part of the Ottawa protests, and their connections to George Soros and the RCMP should be cause for alarm. People need to be on the lookout for state-sponsored shenanigans. We've been told that one of the triggers or indicators where we know that they're going to physically move against us and start arresting us is when our media goes down, when all of our telecommunications devices do go down, when we go fully black, the next phase of this will be the public order units will move in on us and start kettling. This is it. If there's a media blackout of everybody that you're connected to with this freedom convoy, that's your trigger that you know something is up and I would encourage you to make arrangements and immediately start heading to Ottawa. Trudeau's liberals are now scurrying to pass their new anti-hate laws straight out of communist China, where a Canadian can be fined $70,000 and thrown in jail for up to four years for the crime of posting anything on the internet that the government deems inappropriate. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Pretty crazy, right? Pretty crazy. There's a lot of connections in just that video, ladies and gentlemen, talking about how, again, uh, we, we, the, the first person we saw that we didn't like besides Trudeau was the police chief out of Ottawa, the black guy. And again, it was all about his skin that made him qualified for the job. But I'm sure it had more than, do, more than that just to do with the skin. All his connections to the United Nations and... Yes, um, what I can do for you guys, I will definitely, I'll drop that video in the chat for you right now. There you go, over on Foxhole. And let me get that over to you on Twitch. And let me jump over to Rumble. You guys can have that too. And there you go. Thank you so much. So 
This is where the journey begins today for the show, ladies and gentlemen. There is a lot of bad things that were connected. Um, the thing is, the truck, the truckers as a whole, I don't believe are bad because um, there's a lot more people than just the truckers that are involved with this. It's the entire Canadian uh, country. You have you have some, you have regular people, children, families. They're all part of this. Doesn't make them evil by any means. There's always a certain few or a group. Um, that infiltrates, gets a hold of everything, and they turn it into something evil, and they turn it against the people that are actually trying to get the results and freedom that they're looking for. And this is kind of what I'm seeing happening right now. There's a lot of this going on. And the thing is, the thing is, Trudeau has not come out and apologized or said anything. In fact, I've never seen a video ever where Trudeau is apologizing for anything um, ever since he's been Prime Minister of Canada. Never seen it. He doubled down. He called the citizens of this country racist, terrorist. Um, they're displaying signs of hate. Gas cans are now signs of hate. Everything. It's all. It's all. It's a full-on onslaught against his own people, against the will of his people, and he's not backing down. He's not backing down. We don't know where this is going, but I, guys, I can give you a taste of where this is going. What I want to show you here, um, real quick, as a side note. I saw this come from truth11.com talking about an internal, supposed internal document um, that came out that had everything to do with uh, com- a Canadian's Im- uh, immunization registry. So when you hear that, it should, it should just sounds like it should just be keeping a record of just the, maybe just the shots you've taken um, throughout your entire life. Maybe some other medical information, nothing else more, right? But as you guys can see here, and I'll try to blow this up so you guys can see it a little bit. Can I blow this up? Yeah, yeah, there we go. That's much better. We can blow this up here, and as you guys go down, it has general, your health, what uh, vaccines you've taken, and then it gets into crime. What kind of crimes you've committed? Talking about any kind of crime, firearms, sex offender, any warrants, violent offenders, um, a no fly list, DUIs, it goes into everything. And then it goes into your finances as well, your credit score, um, everything, number of bankruptcies, pending bankruptcies, second previous year income. Where, what is going on out in Canada? What is going out on Canada, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I don't know what's going to happen with Trudeau because I feel like he's too far deep into the plan that him and these globalists are, are going into They want to integrate the social credit system, the GSR uh, scoring, all that stuff. That is where they want to take all this. And this is why I'm concerned, because if this was just about the vaccines, it has nothing to do with the vaccines. This is about compliance and taking what happened with COVID, which we've been saying has been the appetizer up until this point, to the next level, which is where they want to bring all of us into the we own nothing and we will be happy part of the Great Reset type of stage. This is Chinese Communism. This is communism in general, but this is where this is going. And again, when you hear Trudeau, like we talked about yesterday, talking about everything changing, we we need to follow the science. This is just a quick recap of what he actually looked like yesterday. We stayed focused on following the science, on uh, promoting public health rules, and Canadians stepped up in their communities. They stepped up for their frontline health workers. They stepped up for each other, and Canada has been, never been so strong and together as we are now. It's a big, fat joke, ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, fat joke of everything that we see going on right now. Uh, Matt seventy seventy six with a cookie. Thank you, my friend. Cookie honks bring the love and real red blood with a cookie. If truckers go to D.C., I'm afraid Deep State will pull another, pull another January 6th. And we're, that is where this is all going, real red blood. And that's where I'm afraid 
of where this is all going now. So the thing is, we know these truckers, um, even the people out there, and they're not all truckers. They're, they're, they're Canadian. They are the Canadian people of their country. They're a mix. Everyone's there, different races, different backgrounds, everything. Um, they're not there to ruin people's lives. And that's the thing. Everything I'm going to talk about right now, guys, is not painting Canadians as bad people. But there are people that are going to infiltrate and ruin this, and they're not going to go down quietly. Um, and this is, again, this is from Marina Medvin. Tweeting Canadian trucker on the radio explaining why truckers have been cleaning bathrooms and mopping floors of businesses that stay open for them. We're not here to punish Ottawa. We're here to punish Parliament. They're going after their government. We all know this. They're not Antifa. They're not BLM. They're not these scumbags that will burn down their own communities. They are good people that love their country. They love their common man. They love their neighbors. And they're actually cleaning. They're partying, but they're not trashing the place. They are not getting violent. We know this, right? The Canadian people are good people. And the fact that that guy called them snow Mexicans is still pretty damn funny. And I can't get that in my head. <laughs> we love you guys. We love, we love our Canadian uh, Patriots up North. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I get, I get weary of, of these things. And, and this is what I'm going to show you here. This is from uh, a guy named John Rappaport. This is his blog from no more fake news. And what I'm going to paint for you here is, what happened with the truckers GoFundMe and how it's all connected to the CIA and other people like China and also George Soros. And this is where um, it gets really fun. So as of this writing, GoFundMe, this is from February 7th. So it's three days ago. GoFundMe has cut off stolen $9 million from the Canadian trucker convoy. The money was donated by thousands of individuals support to support the truckers who are demanding the Canadian government cancel vaccine mandates, vaccine passports, and brutal COVID restrictions. After a major backlash from the enraged public, GoFundMe has stated it will automatically refund all $9 million to the individual donors. Regardless, GoFundMe will not forward the money to the group it was intended for, which we all know was the truckers. So let's connect some of the dots here. A venture capital firm named Excel and Technology Crossover Ventures own the majority stake in GoFundMe. So we're going to learn a little about who Excel is. The big confusion, the big infusion of cash that sent Mark Zuckerberg and his fledgling college enterprise on their way came from Excel in 2004. And some of you guys, I'm sure most of you know this. Facebook was a previous program. I think it was called LifeLog. And all this was, I believe it was a, it was a CIA. It was some kind of government um, program that was mainly used to data mine and collect and to be a data gathering information hub. That's what, that's what it was called LifeLog before Facebook. This venture capital Excel, who are the majority, again, stakeholders in GoFundMe, they also got Mark Zuckerberg here off his feet and injected $13 million from a man, Jim Breyer, who was also head of Excel. Now, this, if you guys want a little bit of a picture, this is what Jim Breyer looks like. He's uh, he's an American venture capitalist, founder and CEO of Breyer Capital, an investment and venture philan- philanthropy firm, and partner of Ex- at Excel Partners, a venture capital firm. Breyer has invested in over 40 companies, and had one of them being Facebook. So Jim Breyer here is wrapped up in a lot of this of what we're going to be talking about right now. He's, again... 
the one that injected this $13 million. And oh, by the way, fam, by the way, this Jim Breyer, he is also part of the World Economic Forum. He's right here on weforum.org. Founder and Chief Executive Officer Brian uh, Breyer Capital goes into his background. Um, and again, he is right here. You guys can see it. It's kind of, it's kind of uh, faded in the back, but he's also part of the World Economic Forum. All part of the same crew. Isn't that interesting? And on top of it, because guys, as I'm reading this article, I wanted to make sure the sauce was good. Always want to make sure the sauce is legitimate. And on top of it, this Jim Breyer here is also connected to China. Jim Breyer has a long track record of investing in China and partnering with Chinese entrepreneurs, including through Breyer Capital's major limited partnership with IDG Capital, a premier technology venture capital firm based in Beijing. So we have World Economic Forum injected money to get Facebook off of its feet and major, major investments in China and also Beijing, which it doesn't technically make him a bad person, but it's something we need to keep an eye on. That's for sure. And just to make sure that this was all uh, good as far as the sauce was, this goes back to a this goes back to an article from Huffington Post from December 6th of 2017. How did Mark Zuckerberg retain 26% of equity in Facebook after raising so much money? It was due, again, to Excel Partners, the same company that Jim Breyer is head of today. And in May of 2005, the company raised its Series A round of $12.7 million at $100 million valuation from Excel Partners. So everything from this blog um, before I got in this show, is checking out. So let's get back to it because this is where this is all gets really, really crazy. Jim Breyer gave Facebook the $13 million, which we just showed earlier in 2004. A man named Gilman Louie joined the board of the National Venture Capital Association of America. The chairman of this uh, Capital Association of America is also Jim Breyer. Wow! Look at all these people. They're all connected. Gilman Louie happened to be the first CEO of the important CIA startup in QTEL. And if you guys don't know what that is, this is Gilman Louie. He's an American technology venture capitalist who got his start as a video game designer and then co-founded and ran the CIA venture capital fund in QTEL. And this, again, this was all about data collection. People that were in the video game industry, especially at this time, they were the ones that were at the forefront of this and they recruited him. And again, he became, uh, and he co-founded in 1999 in QTEL. And it was a company that created a $30 million in seed money from the U.S. federal government. So you got Facebook, which is essentially CIA created. And also this other project called InQtel um, that was created and co-founded by this same guy, Gilman Louie, who is also connected? <laughs> who is also connected with Jim Breyer? Isn't it insane? Incuntil was founded in 1999 uh, with the express purpose of funding companies that could develop technology the CIA would use to gather data. That's not the only connection between Facebook founder and Excel's Jim Breyer and the CIA's uh, man Gilman Louie. In 2004, Louie went to work for BBN Technologies, headed by the Breyer. Headed up by Breyer, Dr. Anita Jones also joined BBN at that time. Jones had worked for the CIA's InQtel and was an advisor to DARPA, the Pentagon's technology department that helped develop the internet. 
With these CIA DARPA connections, it's no surprise that Jim Breyer's jackpot investment in Facebook is not part of the popular mythology of Mark Zuckerberg. Better to omit that. I wonder how many people know all these startups that helped that helped Zuckerberg and the CIA brushing shoulders with CIA. I wonder why nobody really knows that. Who can fail to realize that Facebook, with its endless stream of personal data and its tracking capability, is an ideal CIA asset? Excel co-owns the majority stake in GoFundMe. Excel has a history of rubbing shoulders with the CIA and helped launch Facebook, the largest profiling and data mining company in the world. Given all this, it might be more surprising if GoFundMe didn't cut off the Canadian truckers' $9 million. It's also worth mentioning that Excel has invested in Spotify, the platform whose numbers one star is Joe Rogan. Spotify is now under pressure to cancel Rogan because his views and guests don't align 100% with the COVID narrative. And in step one of the new censorship program, Spotify has stated it will post warning messages and all content that veers from official COVID positions and offer links to approved government and public health sources, which I can tell you right now is probably pushed by the CCP if these guys are one of the main investors in Spotify. Isn't it all crazy how all these companies are linked together? GoFundMe, Excel, Facebook, CIA, InQtel, Jim Breyer, CFR, World Economic Forum, and major investments in China basically calls at the club. The member's statement of belief, more money for me, less freedom for the peons, continue the global control. It's amazing. And someone said InQtel is also Ghislaine Maxwell's sister, 100%. There's a lot of people that are involved with this. And when I'm hearing that, you know, when, when the truckers first found, oh, you know, were coming forward and saying, we're going to use GoFundMe, I immediately got sick to my stomach. Because all those people that donated, Americans, Canadians, people maybe from all over the world, you have to put your information in there. And these people are masters at creating programs that collect information and they can data mine you. And I'm just worried, super worried that this was also used to collect information on the people, the so-called terrorists of the world, especially by our own DHS now, as a way to collect information on the people that are not only leading these efforts, but also contributing it to it and saving the information for God knows what. It's really crazy. Uh, Fighting Irish with the cookie. Hey, great to see you did it. See, it's not too bad. <gasps> Heather July also sent me three more cookies. I love it. Thank you so, so much for that. So it's just funny to me because they call us conspiracy theorists. But when you actually break down and see who these people are connected to and everything that goes along with it, you're not the conspiracy theorist anymore. And even this person on uh, called the whole Bay of Pigs thing over on Twitter said, I love that the mainstream media position is, yes, the CIA did bad things in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s and 2000s. But nobody was ever prosecuted and there was no reforms. So now they don't do bad things today, you conspiracy theorist. (laughs) My goodness. My goodness. How full of shit is that? So fam, I hope to God everything going on in Canada is going to turn out okay. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I want to... I want to tie in how this is going to, how, what this, what does this have to do with the United States right now? Well, it has a lot to do with the United States because I was thinking, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I was getting all ramped up saying, yeah, if the truckers go and do their thing in our country from California to DC, I'm like, well, hold on. If, if they're going to be doing that, who's going to be giving, getting us our food, our supplies, the things that we need. 
Is this going to be a bad thing? And the and the thing is, guys, I can totally understand why Canada is doing what they're doing. I think they were more and they were in the worst place as far as COVID restrictions and lockdowns down here in Tennessee. I've been living free since I ever got down here, and the people that have been living here their whole lives have said we didn't really we didn't really do the whole bullshit thing with uh with COVID. In Canada, it was a lot worse. And depending on where you live, it can still be bad, but in some places it could be really good, as if it doesn't even exist. So in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, why why is a, why would the truckers in America do this? Because it's not like we they have to show vaccine passports for interstate. I can maybe I can definitely understand why they would definitely be pissed off if they have to go um, up to Canada and and show vaccine passports. That I can see. But I'm thinking, how many truckers are going across the border? It's probably more um, interstate uh, travel, right? But why would the why are the truckers down here doing it? I'm I'm just thinking more and more about this, right? And what we're seeing here, what I'm going to show you a video of. This is out. I, I this is a bridge out in Michigan. I believe coming out of Detroit that connects uh, Michigan and also Canada. And it's a big trucker route. I think this. I think this attributes this one bridge is twenty five percent of the trade that goes um, from Canada to the United States is done alone, just on this bridge. But guys, this is why I want to be weary and take a step back and listen to this video real quick and take a watch. What's going on? with the truckers take and i'm glad you said it again because i've been saying it too they are pushing against the vaccine mandate and we don't want anybody to get that twisted uh former white house press secretary ari fleischer was on outnumbered yesterday and he made this point it has to do with all of that rerouting and getting around what's going on as a protest let's watch you don't have the right no matter how good your cause is to do that to your fellow citizens i do not support blocking traffic, interfering with the mobility of other people, which includes their getting health care, their carrying out the things they need in life to be on time for. And so I oppose it, whether it's Occupy Wall Street or a group I'm sympathetic toward. Good goals, but bad tactics. I think you alienate more people by doing this. What do you think about that? I hadn't heard that before he said it. Good goals, bad tactics. The only bad tactic is the one that doesn't work. Clearly, this is working. This has irated the elites around the world to the point where now you're starting to see, because of poll numbers, not because of any other actual factors such as you know child suicide or 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 children not having a proper education. You know now you're starting to see the the left wingers take down their their mask mandates in New York and California. You know this movement is is so much more. Than it, than it looks like just because it's drivers. Nobody realizes that the drivers run these these countries. It runs They run the world. Everything in your studio, as I said on Fox and Friends, so and everything true. in this office here is has always been on an office and, uh, or on a truck. And that also includes everything in Dr. Fauci's house. So, you know, I, I want to point out that they're doing a workaround. Like if, if, and I, again, I hadn't heard that until Ari said it, but we're already seeing it. Somebody's going to get their goods because they found another way around this. Uh, Brian, just. So they're talking about what this means. People, and now this is the thing, guys, there's two different sides to this that I'm saying. Like one guy is saying, you know, we understand what you guys are fighting for, but this is going to fuck shit up for a lot of other people. Um, I don't know if we've seen the effects of that yet. I don't know if we've seen it. Um, but that was that bridge was called the Ambassador Bridge, and they were blocking it. And the thing is, I'm thinking about this. 
Tradude can can play this the way that he wants to, and in fact, he doesn't have to face these people, and then he can turn. He can say, listen, you guys don't have supplies. Tell the truckers to get back to work. This is the this is where I'm getting worried of where this might go. Uh, Leanna Wilbur with a cookie. We were told to get ready and prep for this, and you know damn well what those lists are for. Oh, we know. We know. And I, and I, we have, <laughs> I'm sure I've been on, I'm on plenty of lists already. Um, but yes, you're absolutely right. We need to prepare for this shit. 100%. The reason why I'm saying prepare for this is because what's already happening on this Ambassador Bridge is affecting um, automakers. And this is from the Epic Times. Multiple U.S. automakers paused some output of the Canadian trucker protest. Multiple U.S. automakers, including Ford and Toyota, have halted some production at their Canada plants due to the ongoing protests over the country's COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Toyota, Chrysler, Pacifica, Ford, and General Motors all said they had to pause production on some of their sites due to the demonstrations, which have caused blockages at the Ambassador Bridge between Detroit and Windsor, Ontario, creating supply chain issues. Ford, in a statement obtained by the Associated Press, said that it has suspended engine output in Windsor while its Oakville factory near Toronto is operating with a reduced schedule. We hope this situation resolved quickly because it could have a widespread impact on all automakers in the U.S. and Canada. That wasn't some. That's all. Chrysler maker Stellantis has also faced a shortage of parts at its assembly plant in Windsor, Ontario, where it had to cut shifts short on Tuesday but was able to resume production on Wednesday. General Motors, Detroit's largest automaker, was also forced to cancel the second shift of the day on Wednesday at a plant in Lansing, Michigan, which makes SUVs for Buick, Chevy, and GMC brands due to shortages owing to the blockade. Spokesman Dan Flores told AP that the company expected to restart Thursday and that there would be no additional impact for now. So this is the thing, guys. I don't want to overblow this, but I do want to point out that, yes, I love what's going on out in Canada, both these blockages of bridges and everything else. We need to talk about there is some negative effects that could end up hurting the people And this is even happening in the United States yet. And knowing everyone out in the United States, they're going to want to make this 10 times as big, as as big than bigger than the Canadian truckers are going here. Causer of the cookie. I love the way you pronounce his, her name. Uh, (laughs) I like, I like that. You, uh, you, you gave pronouns uh, with that with turd do turd do. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate that. And welcome to the Foxhole, my friend. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been lurking on your channel when you're on. Great to see you. So there are some negative effects that are coming from this. And, you know, I hope it's only temporary. And, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Because what's going on here, I don't see, I don't see the United, I don't see Biden coming out and discouraging uh, discouraging the, any kind of freedom convoy in the United States. Do you do you see Saki? Do you see any of these people saying um, anything about you know if if these people want to have if they want to do that? They're not even bring, they're almost cheering this on. If you've watched the uh, the press uh, the 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 recent press gatherings with the White House, she is almost cheering it on with the truckers. Because when you look at Paris and Brussels, this is from the Independent. Paris and Brussels banned freedom convoy protests against COVID rules. These other countries are already banning the, even the idea. Don't even you think about it. It ain't going to happen. They're banning a freedom convoy motorist 
Hundreds of protesters set out from southern France on Wednesday and plan to converge on Paris and Brussels demand an end to coronavirus rules. The Paris police prefecture on Thursday said the protests will be prohibited. And due to the risk of public order disturbances that this gathering could cause, the police issues an, ordering, an order prohibiting such demonstrations. The prefecture said in a statement, they are going to be charging people. Ladies, look at this. Ladies and gentlemen, motorists who violate this order risk two years in prison and a fine of 4,500 euros, the police warned. My goodness gracious. So this is what I'm saying. You don't really have too much of this happening out here in the States. Nothing's, nothing's being, uh, being uh, discouraged about it, which tells me something is probably up. Elspar with a cookie. Trudeau walked out of question period in the House of Commons for the second time in two days. Yeah, because he's a pussy. He's a big pussy. He can't face his own people. He's in too deep. He cannot get away from it. But this is the this is the issue that I'm starting to have, guys. And I and I and I want the Canadians to get what they want. I want their country to be free. Uh, the Canadians are in deep now. They cannot back out. And I hope and I wish them the best that no violence happens to them. There's no false flags because if there is any violence that, that occurs, it's going to come from their government. It will come from the government and from their police where they're arresting 78-year-old men, small, fragile men, arresting them. And for what? For bringing gas? The violence, if there is going to be any, will be coming from the government. You can bank on that. Because the thing is, guys, the thing is, what we talked about just recently about the new Department of Homeland Security bulletin calling anybody, especially online, agents of misinformation, they are a threat, a threat to the country. From the Gateway Pundit, DHS bulletin warns trucker convoy could soon begin in U.S. and disrupt the Super Bowl. This whole thing with the Super Bowl... I've seen nothing but garbage around it. It seems like a sauceless claim. I haven't seen anyone, any any trucker video, any group saying they were going to organize and disrupt the Super Bowl. But it didn't stop the DHS from putting this headline out and planting the seed and whoever listens to them at this point that these people are dangerous. They can be considered terrorists, enemies of the state. And they're talking about how a convoy will potentially begin in California as early as mid-February and arrive in Washington, D.C. as late as mid-March, potentially impacting the Super Bowl scheduled for February 13th and the State of the Union address scheduled for March 1st, the bulletin said. This is, what's, this is what is being talked about. The issue that I have, guys, is that I like to learn from our past mistakes. And if there is going to be a trucker convoy that is created in the United States, I'm going to be very weary of it. I am not questioning their motives. I'm not questioning the actions of people stepping up. And even Max Anon, she put out a great, where was it here? I just saw it. What if the USA truckers lined up and sealed every road closest to our Southern border instead? That, that would be money. That would be money. I would love to see that, Max Anon. That would actually be amazing. I would feel better about that than them going to D.C. 
Nerds of the cookie, fuck car manufacturers. What, they can't build electric cars? <laughs> and fill the door one with a can. I troll live friends with it so their head explodes, rolling on the floor laughing. Yeah, guys. The thing is, I like to learn from our mistakes. I remember when uh, the days leading up to January 6th, I was super ramped up. I was ready, just like all of you, for something big to go down. Good feelings, good vibes, things that were going to uh, change our country and change the world. And it ended up being, it ended up being one of the darkest days. Personally watching that. And I'm going to say darkest days in that moment. Looking back at it now, we're, o- we're over a year removed. I'm really happy it's gone. The Democrats say it's one of the darkest days in our history. But as far as me considering it dark, it was a day that these people turned this into some kind of evil holiday to turn everything, the state, the government, everything against we the people. And that is what I'm afraid of happening if there's going to be another rally and trucks going to D.C. now. Because when I was uh, I, I was I was around, I was looking around and I was um, I saw this on Indeed. This is very, this scares the hell out of me. This is a job posting on Indeed. It's simply called Role Players, CA and M. Uh, Washington, D.C., Twenty. the pay is $25 to $75 an hour. Look at the job description. CA and M incorporated a small business dedicated to providing exceptional talent to support our federal clients. Is currently accepting resumes for role players. To support a number of training packages and events, we are currently accepting resumes from role players to support a wide range of training events and spaces such as health, disaster training, law enforcement training, military training. We are looking for role players that can meet the following requirements. These are crazy. Realistically, accurately, and convincingly portray a variety of scenarios in diversified settings, environments such as practical, situational, and field training exercises and tests. Portray a a variety of role-playing scenarios. Memorize critical data contained in each role. Be prepared for each role so as to portray assigned roles with no reliance to the role script go-off book. Ability to follow directions, be on time, and keep within the assigned bounds of the training exercise scope. Take direction adjustments and notes quickly. Convey information and data in response to students. Correct and proper interview skills, questioning, and or elicitation uh, techniques while simultaneously completing government-provided student evaluation sheets in accordance with government-provided references, procedures, and forms, realistically, accurately, and convincingly portray your role, must be able to withstand working in an austere environment, weather challenges, standing, walking considerable distances, and in certain training programs may be required to live up to 50 pounds. Candidates should be comfortable in being scheduled on short notice, three to five business days for Onconus, uh, I'm not, Ocon U.S. events, not sure what that is, Candidates that are interested in Ocon U.S. events should hold a current U.S. passport and be be up to date on all applicable vaccines. Role players with secret clearance, retired DOD, Department of State, Foreign Service officers, and veterans are highly encouraged to apply. Guys, this job was posted five days ago. It's called role players. And, you know, when I'm seeing things like this, guys, it just gives me a sick feeling in my stomach. What are they role-playing for? They want previous secret clearance, retired DOD, Department of State, foreign service officers, and veterans are highly encouraged to, to, uh, to apply. What the hell is this? What is going on with this? 
It's crazy. It really is nuts. And the thing is, fam, the fact that they call them role players, what does that mean? What do you think that sounds like? It sounds like a fucking a false flag being set up. Again, this was a job posted from Washington, D.C. five days ago. This is this is pretty much brand new. It sounds like crisis actors. It sounds like a lot of things. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And you know what's weird, ladies and gentlemen? I had this, I had this really uh, weird dream last night. And again, fam, this ties into what I've been trying to figure out. What is going on at the White House? You guys, uh, you guys remember the uh, the barriers, the cement bar- barriers being built around the White House? This is from American Military News. White House is building mysterious concrete barriers. This article was from January 14, 2022. Apparently, they're still being built. A concrete wall is being erected around President Joe Biden's White House without explanation this week, as shown in photos and videos circulating social media. And in one video posted on YouTube on Monday, a construction team appears to be building the barrier between the White House and the iron fence that already surrounds the property. Remember we were talking about this a little bit when this came out? Everyone is asking, why the hell is Joe Biden building a concrete wall around the White House? You guys remember this. All these pictures. They said it was to do renovations. So when visitors come, uh, they were doing renovations around the fountain. Supposedly. That's what this was all about. Guys, I had a dream. Yes, I had a dream last night. That the trucker rally was happening. They were in D.C. And I had a dream. Remember those, uh, remember those Tesla trucks? I'll show you if you guys don't remember. There's a quick video of it. Tesla is rolling out its first electric semi-truck in front of a crowd of potential buyers in Los Angeles. That's Tesla chief executive Elon Musk powering up his semi. The company has already shaken up the auto industry with its... You guys remember these trucks, right? I had this crazy dream. Because it's... uh, Elon Musk is making those autonomous cars that have killed people already. I had a dream last night that two of these um, electric trucks were uh, being... were not manned, they were autonomous... The truckers were there in D.C., and two of these trucks uh, drove through the fence, crashed into the border, uh, into the uh, cement, cement, uh, whatever Joe Biden's building, cement border, and blew up. I had a dream about that, and it disturbed the hell out of me. I was like, thank God, that didn't, that's, that's just a fucking dream, not real. But I, guys, I just got this, I got these bad feelings. I got these bad feelings and I want everything. If this ends up being something I wanted to end up being good and not infiltrated, but that's to me, that's, that's living in rainbow land and BMW 2003 with a ship. Hold the line. We are on the right side at hundred percent, 100% and MHL one with a cookie freedom is not free. It is not. It is not. Lena Wilbur with a cookie. Send the job site to Project Veritas. James O'Keefe, see something, say something. Um, yeah, it's it's sketchy as hell. It's sketchy as hell. 
Um, I'm trying to. I was, I'm trying to get somebody to apply there and get in there and wear a camera. That'd be great. And quickly with the shades, we need a reliable way to capture these situations, record to VHS or something. Guys, I just had that crazy dream, and I, you know, I'm thinking about this stuff. <sighs> if the truckers actually do carry out that, is that going to do damage to the rest of the country? And then Biden is going to be blame is going to blame um, use the truckers as an out to make them enemy number one, and anyone that encouraged them also enemy number one. Um, blame any of the shortages, any food shortages. People are starving. I don't, guys, I'm not trying to doom porn here. I always try to think of every angle of how this is going to be uh, going down. (laughs) So, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to think about this and how this is all going. What do you guys think? And the other thing that we have to talk about, fam, is you need to be, you need to be prepared in case, in case the truckers decide to do this, and the shortages are way worse than they've already been. We have to think about that. So be prepared, ladies and gentlemen. Be prepared, Allison N with a can. Thank you so much. Yeah, guys. The thing is, I ate lunch like, what was it like, forty five minutes before the show. So I'm like, now I'm talking so much, have indigestion. I'm like trying not to hiccup while doing this show right now. I normally don't eat uh, really before the show, but I I was starving and that's just the way it was. So there's that. There's that. But guys, we need to prepare. We need to prepare and we need to hope for the best, but also keep in the back of our minds that there are evil people. There are evil people that would easily love to set this up as something bad to turn us into the enemy again. We know full well where that's coming from. It's coming from this corrupt government. And you got to love when you see this from, it's a screenshot from Bill Gates from MSNBC. Bill Gates warns the next pandemic is coming after COVID-19 and how to stop it. And there's a comment here that says, we have a saying in Japan, quote, only the criminal who set fire can tell you when the next fire will be. That's, (laughs) That's, <laughs> that is absolutely true. But fam, what is all this about right now? What is all this about? With the DHS memo about us being terrorists? The inflation? We have reached an all-time high in inflation, I think, since the 70s now. It's, it's getting back to that point. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. The southern border is completely overrun and invaded. Drugs are pouring in. We're gonna, I'm going to tell you guys exactly what this is all about. The people that are in charge of this right now are telling the people that live here, the people of this country, that we are the terrorists. We are the enemy. We are the ones that need to be wiped out. There is no other way to explain what is happening in our country right now than that narrative. There is none because it's got to either do with money, greed, or wiping us out, gutting this country out, or, or all the above. When you see things like this from the AP News, CDC is proposing softer guidance on opioid prescriptions. We just got out of this hellhole with opioid uh, prescriptions with Donald Trump. 
did major damage against uh, Big Pharma in this regard. CDC is now proposing softer guidance on opioid prescriptions. You can get crack pipes now. Can't get ivermectin or HCQ or monoclonal antibodies, or you'll get your, uh, your, your horse pace confiscated through the mail. But guess what? You can get a free crack pipe, and you can even go to a place to get clean needles to shoot up. We are the terrorists. Gateway Pundit, Capitol Police Department rules brutal beating of Trump supporter Roseanne Boylan on steps of Capitol while unconscious, who then died, was, quote, object- objectionably reasonable. No investigations, no accountability, no repercussions. This woman was murdered. Trump supporters were shot that day, beaten unconscious, and killed. From Breitbart. Kellogg Foundation bankrolls $500 monthly income for illegal aliens. Cancel Kellogg's. These people hate you and they also hate me. The left-wing Kellogg Foundation, which effectively controls the Kellogg company, is bankrolling a, a pilot program that will provide hundreds of illegal aliens living in the United States with a guaranteed basic income. This is a sick 330 illegal alien households receive monthly payments of $500 for the next year. Fam, these people aren't paying rent. They are being bussed in and then flown all over the country. We have no idea where these people are coming from because it's not just Mexico. It's a bunch of different countries. And they're being flown in everywhere. Do you guys see this invasion of what's being done right now? This is to take all of us out. This is what is being done. And these corporations like Kellogg are funding it. They are basically, they're paying illegal immigrants, murderers, cartel members, child sex traffickers, paying them to stay in the country, giving them an allowance. You guys see this story uh, from Blaze Media? This, and it is, it's all on taxpayer money. 100% on our dime, Tom Ford. Exactly. Glorious Patriot, and uh, thanks for the cookie. I'm such a spaz. Where can we get that job description for future agent provocateurs? Fuckers. Yes. It's exactly what it sounds like. FVT with a can. You know what they say. Never let a crisis go to waste. Get a Veritas insider in there. H2O Maven with a can. Thank you. And Fox with a cookie. The fucking Foxnator's in the house. Fuck Joe by the Foxnator. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. The same people that Kellogg is financing. They're all coming to the United States. They're all coming here. This is from The Blaze. Horrifying video shows Iranian man parading severed head of murdered wife through the streets with a smile on his face. There is nothing gory in this, so do not worry. I would not show that on this show. The crime was reportedly an honor killing. This was the man that did it. An appalling video reportedly shared on social media showing a smiling Iranian husband parading the severed head of his seventh, oh, 17-year-old, wow, 17 years old through the streets is causing shock and outrage in the country and abroad. The footage obtained by the New York Post reportedly shows Sajad Hideri grinning as he strolled through the, a neighborhood in Avaz, a city in southwestern Iran, 
on Saturday, February 5th, with his wife, Mona Hedari's head in one hand and a bloodied blade in the other. The incident was first reported by the state-run Rockton News Agency, according to the Women's Committee of National Council of Resistance of Iran. The committee said Mona uh, Hedari was forced to marry him, who is also her cousin when she was 12. She reportedly suffered constant domestic abuse and often sought a divorce or an escape from her home. And each time, however, her family persuaded her to return for the sake of her three-year-old child. This dude lopped her head off and paraded it around in the streets. Now, this was out of Iran, ladies and gentlemen. The thing is, these same people are being flown in, driven to states, and allowed to come into our country right now. Guys, do you guys understand what we're saying here? This is a takeover of our country. This corrupt government is already labeled us. Us, the terrorists. These same people. They don't care. These same these cartel members that come up here. All of them. They have children, wives. Children. Younger than 17. They don't give a shit about these people. But they will gladly pay an allowance to them. Come in here and let them live among us. And not give a shit about who we are, our culture, or our laws. Nothing. None of it. And it's all being allowed by design. And the thing is, guys, about this, with everything coming back to the truckers and the trucker rallies, who's going to cave first? Who's going to cave first? Is it going to be Joe Biden or is it going to be Trudeau? Or is it going to be a gigantic standoff to where they allow these truckers to sit here for weeks on end while the supply chains get completely fucked up? This is what I'm worried about, guys. This is honestly what I'm worried about. Joe Biden may uh, be a completely uh, feckless retard with dementia. But he is the rot, ladies and gentlemen. He is the rot that is allowing this to happen in our country right now. It's bad. It's really bad. So, all Biden had to do once he got in was basically to do nothing. Because what we're seeing now, ladies and gentlemen is a complete destruction of our country uh, on many fronts. And this is a clip here from the War Room today. Check this out. Just bad luck. It is created, and, and he did it in three ways. And one you're just mentioning is the mandates, these these onerous and unscientific mandates uh, that it was a as a prerequisite to your job, you had to get an injection that you may not want and that you may not need. That created massive problems in logistics, uh, particularly for truckers. A lot of truckers are very independent-minded people, didn't want to get it. So that's the first issue. The second was he immediately, when he took office, illegitimately, so he declared war on American energy, sending energy prices soaring all over the world, by the way, rewarding people like the mullahs in Iran and people like Putin uh, and punishing American consumers. So that was the second aspect. And then the third, which you mentioned previously, of course, is he went, went uh, engaged in an absolute exorbitant binge of borrowing and spending. 
showering money, just just throwing money all over an economy that wasn't in need of capital, an economy that was recovering well with low inflation, an economy that was really roaring back to life. It was the second Trump boom, the Trump boom 2.0 out of the spring lockdowns. If Joe Biden, here's the thing, Steve, and I say this, I'm not trying to be just a smart ass about it. If Joe Biden had just done nothing, if he had done in the Oval Office what he did or in the White House, what he did as a as a candidate, if he had just gone to the basement and done nothing and watched Matlock and eaten oatmeal, this economy would be humming right now and it would be doing so with low inflation. Yeah, yeah, with the shades, we've been preparing two weeks to get in order. March will be rough. I have a feeling, too, it's going to be rough. And essay with a cookie. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate that. This is all by design, ladies and gentlemen. All this is by design. Joe Biden will win, actually, our economy wouldn't find if he just didn't do anything. But now we got Crackpipe Daddy over here, and Hunter is very excited. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. The face you make when you hear Dad giving out new Crackpipes. I love it. And to lighten up a little bit more, why not do throw another one in here? Dad. Yeah. Can I walk to Chad's house? Sure, but that's a rough neighborhood. So you remember, if anyone offers you drugs, you say, I am down. How much for crack? No, no, you are not down. I am not down with any of your crack. If a stranger asks you to get in his van, you say, On my way. Nope, not right. Stranger danger. Yeah, that's what I meant. What if a stranger pulls up on you with his car? He's like, hey, I can't find my dog. Can you get in? Help me search for my dog. This one's easy. Okay. You help him find that fucking dog. Nope. Right, right, right. Fuck that dog. <laughs> Love it. I absolutely love it. My goodness, man. Dude has 60K in dental work done alone. Uh, Meg's Twitch TV over on, on, on Twitch. My goodness gracious. My goodness. But guys, it's all being done by design. And someone, some, uh, let me see here. There we go. Where is it? Uh, let's see. Trying to find it. Can't find it. It's okay. It's okay. I'm trying to find that comment on Fox, but it's, it's too far gone now. It's okay. So guys, we're definitely going to be going into some overtime today. Um, I'm, I'm sure you guys are all cool with that. It's just the way it is today. It's too much to discuss, too much going on, too much, uh, weighing on my heart. It's just, this stuff bothers me, especially when I have a dream about it. It's not, uh, <laughs> uh, don't feel good about it. But again, the rot, Joe Biden, this was him today uh, talking about how everything needs to be coming back to America production. Listen to this bullshit. Is that we're in a situation now. Doesn't where, make any sense. Um, you know, you should have peace of mind. I know food prices are up and we're working to bring them down. As I said, I grew up in a family where the price at the pump went up, you filled it. And I understand. But these things are necessities. We're working to bring down prices where they're not totally what the families, in fact, uh, have to pay. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. <laughs> Okay. 
We have no idea what he just said. No idea. And this was just one more. If we were able to do the things I'm talking about here, it will bring down the cost for average families. Bring down the cost for average families. I don't know why they keep moving all that, but the fact is they keep down the cost for average families. Uh, uh, to what? <laughs> to do what? To do what? We have no idea. And fam, again, everything that I'm showing here isn't anything that you don't know already, but it all has a theme to it. Bree just said it. Better doesn't always mean better for everyone. No, his build back better is bullshit for the majority of the country besides the cronies that he is helping line their pockets and his own. Joe Biden was always a middleman. He was always a middleman, got the 10% cut. But now he is openly mocking everyone and the country is laughing because we found out today, guys, we found out today. Did you guys hear about his new department of energy hire? Did you guys hear about this, 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 this drag queen? It's a drag queen. Joe Biden hired a drag queen in a high level department of energy uh, position. This is who he is. Gender flu with a background having sex with animals, kink and drag. Even in Weimar, this kind of perverted degeneracy was kept underground. One can only think what the eventual counter reaction will be. I'm, I won't even play this full video. His name is Sam Brinton. And this is who Joe Biden just hired. I use they and them as my pronouns. And when someone uses they and them as my pronouns, I feel like that person is listening to me. That person cares about me and that person wants to have a conversation with me. My God. Pronouns are a fascinating part of modern culture. And that's where we're going to stop it right there. Fuck you. And just to give you guys another taste of what this guy is into. There it is. Biden's newest Department of Energy hire. I wouldn't let him around the dogs if I were you. He's into this type of shit, this dom, this dom shit, where he likes to have dudes wearing uh, dog leather, fake tails, in leashes, on their hands and knees. This is who Joe Biden hired. And not only that, fam, Joe Biden hired his niece today or GM hires Biden's niece, former Obama aide to head government sustainability and governance policy from the Detroit News. Build back better for his own fucking family and his cucked out, lefty, disgusting, trans bullshit pronoun using cuck bags. That is who build back better is for. And even then that may not be enough for these people. Share with them what they can. An American welder with 3,000 gold pills, my friend. I don't even know what to throw you there, but thank you. Uh, I'll give you a fleet. That's almost a fleet. Pretty close to it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a mockery. Can you imagine what China, what Russia, what, what they're looking at this shit? This is uh this is who this is the type of people that Biden wants to uh that wants in high in, in high powerful positions. 
it makes me want to vomit. The war is against us, ladies and gentlemen. We are the terrorists. And if you don't realize that now, I don't know how else to explain it to you. I really don't. Because at some point, something like this, something like this, you guys are about to get some my aids. <laughs> and I'm not apologizing. Oh, this is too good. I hope you guys are ready for this one. Um, this could be, who knows, maybe this will be our president one day. I'm not going to assume your gender. It's ugly. Just don't, I can imagine the ugly things that go through your mind and the thoughts. I, I wouldn't want to live in your head for one minute. Very ugly. <laughs> Do you go to work like that? Chad, how insensitive of you to think that I work. I mean, really, you th- I'm a disabled American, and you think I can get up and go to work? I don't have that privilege. I want all of you to know that all of you that get up in the morning to an alarm clock and you guys have the privilege to actually get up and take a shower and get in your car and go to work, do you have any idea what a privilege that is? Any idea, really? What? And then you're going to sit here and say, I bet you don't even have a job. Well, of course I don't. I'm disabled. And really, and how insensitive of you to point that out. <laughs> and you actually, you come here and you just, I mean, this is rich. You actually come to a disabled woman's <laughs> live feed and you, you mention employment and work. Oh, it's a woman. Excuse Damn. me. I don't have the privilege of waking up to an alarm clock at 4 a.m. and driving to Los Angeles and working a shift and then coming home. I don't have that luxury of earning my own money. You make me sick. (laughs) I need to get this person on the show. It's settled. I need this person to come on the show. Can we, can we get him slash her slash it slash tree slash squirrel, uh, pavement, gray color, identify as binary, blah, 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 blah. Fighting Irish for the cookie. See, you can do it. Thank you for the cookie. cookie. Texas Q Page for the ship. Thank you so much. And Fighting Irish for another cookie. Give some pills, everyone. Man, I'm never eating right before a show again. Vanguard 36 of the can. Mental illness is being normalized. It is. It absolutely is. And you want. I'm so glad you brought that up, Vanguard 360, because this is another point that I forgot about the DHS, guys. And we're definitely having overtime today. There's no doubt about it. When the DHS started labeling everyone uh, domestic terrorists, um, they even went as far as to say the fact that we're the country is considering allowing the COVID lockdown, the pandemic rules off. They're allowing people to live again. That in itself is a threat because all the terrorists are now going to be out in the open, enjoying their free lives. This is how far these people are willing to go. It's sick. Mental illness is being normalized. That is what that is, Vanguard. And that's the approach that DHS, Department of Homeland Security, wants to take with this administration. And they are totally okay backing it up. It's insane. But this guy that Joe, uh, this whatever he slash she slash thing... Sam has warned his stilettos to Congress to advise legislators about nuclear policy, nuclear policy, and to the White House where he advised President Obama and Michelle Obama on LGBT issues. He shows young men and women everywhere he goes that they can be who they are and give them courage. Once while he was walking around Disney World 
In six inch stilettos with his boyfriend, a young gay boy saw Sam with his boyfriend, started crying. He told his mom, It's true, mom, we can be our own princesses here. Brennan is an active member of the Washington, D.C. chapter of Drag Queen Society known as, quote, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. My fucking God, man. All right, I'm just. How can you not? How can you not be outraged by this shit? We're all getting laughed at, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting laughed at. We're being, we're being mocked. We're being mocked right now. And I think for the majority, I think the country knows we're being mocked. And we don't, it doesn't feel like such, uh, such, we don't feel like such a superpower now, do we? And it kills me to say that. How can we, how can you? The people of this country are the only superpower that is left as far as the people in this country. That's it. That is it. We the people. That is it. Fill the door one with a cookie. Bean burrito, Scott? Oh, no. Hell no. My God. This sounds disgusting even saying that. Fighting Irish in Texas again with a cookie. DHS is now the SS. Sound, yes. It certainly sounds like it, my friend. Thanks for the co- another cookie. And real red blow with a cookie in, in Connecticut. Gas went up from 347 to 360 in just four days. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you for that. The other thing that I wanted to get into, guys, was this article here from the Gateway Pundit. What do they know that we don't? China has not administered a single mRNA vaccine to any of its 1.45 billion citizens. This is a what the fuck is going on. As of last August, China has administered 2 billion COVID vaccine shots, but apparently it's not the mRNA. In July of 2021, China announced it may be time to work on an um, mRNA vaccine, but in December 2021, there was still no word on when China would start administering their own vaccines, their own mRNA vaccines. So what the hell have the Chinese been giving their people, and why, why were we the ones taking this experimental shit? And as the days and months have been going on, ladies and gentlemen, as the world is realizing what is going on from the Daily Mail, early version of COVID-19 is discovered in Chinese lab, fueling fears that scientists were studying the virus prior to the outbreak, which again goes into the ultimate conspiracy theorist handbook here, right? Where people were banned off of Facebook, off of YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, for even mentioning that this could have came from a lab. More and more evidence like this, comes out by the day, by the weeks, by the months. An early version of COVID-19 was discovered in a Chinese lab. Hmm. Very interesting. And oh, by the way, guys, by the way, do you guys hear that uh, people that have been taking these jabs, they're now, people are now, this, this new thing coming out now, where doctors are saying you should get checked for HIV now. HIV. Because some, a lot of people that apparently that have been taking, uh, that have gotten vaccinated, they're getting tested for HIV. They're showing up positive now. And the irony in this, guys, they're finding a highly uh, vir- virulent, virulent HIV variant found circulating in Europe. This HIV variant, it's changing, it's mutating. HIV is mutating all of a sudden. Interesting. And did you guys even know about this? 
I didn't know about this till this morning. Professor Matt Tagnier, Nobel Prize winner who discovered HIV, passed away. Zero media in France is talking about that. This guy was one of the first who said that COVID-19 was a man-made virus with sequences from HIV. Rest in peace, Professor. Hmm, I wonder that's probably why nothing was mentioned of this man. And as you can see here, these are some of his quotes. There are some there are people who die from side effects of the vaccine, he said. Side effects include prion, which is uh I can't pronounce that. Some kind of disease, pericarditis, myocarditis, carditis. We're not even a year away from the first vaccines, and we already have these results, he said. There are many unknown side effects. We are more at the beginning than the end. So be careful, be careful, and stop, stop the mass vaccination, guys. And this is just one quote. He was, he was not a proponent of these vaccines. Another one. In the beginning, we have a Chinese virus, and then we have something else. In other words, we, ha- we have new variants that appear from the Chinese virus, but they are quite far from its original structure. This man knew what was up. The man that discovered HIV died, Nobel Peace Prize winner, and no one was talking about him in French media or really around the world. How sad is that? And to wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen, to wrap this up from Zero Hedge, just the headline, COVID conspiracy theories have now magically become fact-checked mainstream narrative. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Fam, we were right about a lot of things. We were right, around, right about a lot of things. And for a little laugh here. Let's hear from uh, Mr. John Kennedy here. Check this out. I think we have a, a cleaner grasp of the dangers of, uh, of, of COVID today, particularly Omicron. And it's time for the Biden administration to talk straight to the teachers unions and tell the American people the truth. Um, I don't have anything against Dr. Fauci, but uh, uh, for a variety of reasons, some of which uh, happen right. to be Dr. Fauci's own fault. Uh, the American people trust Dr. Pepper more than Dr. Fauci oh right goodness. now. Senator Kennedy of the great. <laughs> this dude is hilarious. It's so damn funny. Well, guys, I know that was a uh, that was a a deep, rough episode. A deep, rough episode, but it is what it is. And uh, takeaways, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you are prepared. Um, I'm probably going to be going this weekend and stocking up uh, more supplies, uh, more food, canned food, things that will last two years in a cupboard. Um, I highly recommend, ladies and gentlemen, um, if this trucker convoy does happen here in the United States, which it does sound like it's going to, you need to prepare yourselves just in case and pray for the best. Um, that everything is carried out with good intentions. But guys, if they were willing to do January 6th, that doesn't mean they'll never try it again. That's all I'm saying. You guys know I'm not a doom porner. I have a lot of hope, a lot of faith in humanity. I have a lot, of, especially faith in humanity in our own people. But um, just be careful out there, guys. We need to We need to look at this at all angles. And remember, when something really bad is happening, take away your attention. We need to look what's going on. When something really good is happening as well, 
we also need to be watching what else is happening while all that good is happening behind the scenes as well. That's as much as I can do for you today, guys. I love you. I love the Woke fam. Never eating again before a show. I have not stopped burping. My goodness. It's terrible. Indigestion is... I have, it hasn't been this bad in a while. Spaz I need a drink. Damn iVades. iAids show. Oh, you guys. Do you guys do you want to see uh, iAids again? Maggie May with the shades. Thank you so much again for that. 14,525 gold pills. You guys rock. Thank you so much. Real Red Blood with a cookie. Fauci is the AIDS doctor. Ask Africa. Yeah, guys, I found another documentary on Bill Gates that was deleted a long time ago. I'm sure... I don't know if any of you have seen this. But we'll, pop, we'll probably play that another day. It's like 23 minutes long. It's got some really, really damning quotes from Bill Gates and his history. It's bad. It's really, really bad. One, two, three, SKG dropping me two cookies and Wilson Patriot with another cookie. Keep it coming, buddy. Thank you, my friend. I'm so glad you guys are enjoying these shows. I love doing this. I love coming and hanging out with you guys every single day almost. In real rap blood again with the cookie, Fauci killed Freddie Mercury. Cicely says, thanks, Scott. Always so informative and funny. That is what we do here. It's got to be a mix of both. And it looks like the Rumble chat is flying right now, which is amazing to see. Look at that. Another 1,000 people on across all streams again today. 1,000 people, fam. My gosh, I love it. So, yeah, guys, uh, George Boy, yeah, Sky actually started a couple, uh, a couple weeks ago. Pasta, rice, canned goods, water, yes. Make sure you guys are stocked up. Make sure you are prepared. Vades, thanks for the 100 bits over there. I appreciate that. Uh, Keith Pupalo19. Appreciate that. Yeah, let's hope uh, no one's bringing uh, no one is bringing the uh, the the AIDS monkeys to uh, to the Capitol, right? Let's not do that. You know, the shades. Great show as always. Stay positive. Yes, always stay positive, but keep a realistic mindset of what is going on in the world, one hundred percent. And don't forget the salt. So, guys, we'll have another show again tomorrow. Um. 5.30 p.m. Eastern, as we always do. And then Saturday, we're going to... Who knows what we're going to do Saturday? Saturday is going to be another fun show. Who will be on the show with me on Saturday? I wonder. I wonder. And yes, if you have any uh, Canadian friends, you all should text them. I love you, my favorite snow Mexican. <laughs> snow Mexicans. That is a, that is a wonderful wonderful name. I love it. We'll let this ride down and hang out in the chat for a little bit and then we'll do our gold pills and get on out of here. Awesome. I don't think uh wife didn't send me any over cash app. So I think we're good over there. I don't even have D live up anymore. Cause fuck D live. I don't even have, they're not even on my computer anymore. They're gone. Still streaming over there though. So there you go. Fuck D Live. Spaz says, I would love to be on the show with you. Well, maybe, Spaz, that can happen this weekend. Just maybe, just maybe. We shall see, my friend. 
Georgia Boy says, G Scott, this show is traumatizing. Some of these visuals have damaged me for life. Oh, you'll be fine, my friend. You'll be fine. Today was actually not as, not as bad as I've gone. Trust me. You'll be all right. Have a drink, smoke a, smoke a little something, something. Go get yourself some, uh, I don't know what. But you'll be all right. <laughs> Man. Let's do the gold pills, shall we? 15,325 so far on the show. Thank you guys. You guys rock. <laughs> oh, now I see it, Tom. I see it. Hold on. Let me blow this up. Tom sent me a map here. <laughs> to all my Canadian friends. United States is down there. And then we got Snow Mexico up there. Absolutely love it. Hilarious. Guys, get your gold pills. Scratching is released. Cage says, Spaz, you're going to stay awake? <laughs> Spaz, it seems like you have a reputation for falling asleep with the camera and leaving the stream on. So damn funny. Absolutely funny. I love it. Lena Wilbur with eight gold pills. Nice. Fabs with 18 gold pills. Nice haul there. Miss Brandy J with 11. Beautiful. Cannabis Sativa, you made me a believer. There you go. Sativa's always a good time. Look at all those gold winners. Guys, if you want to, join the fun over on Foxhole. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. It's the best place to be. It's a fire chat. It is one big happy family over there, and you can also win money off of my streams at the end of each show. The more you guys donate, the more gold pills you can win. It's such a nice symbiotic relationship, isn't it? We're all one big happy fam out here. Tom, see, it's not always going to be some gay shit on Well, yeah, 95% of it is, so it took some convincing on your part. That was pretty damn funny, though. Let's see, who's on the Fox store now? We got, quite frankly, Season Pixels, MCB. Oh, that's a new one. Amy Joe, Pete Santilli, Actor 404, Singing Pretty, BrainPod. BrainPod's still alive. It might be. Bitcoin Ben and a whole bunch of others, guys. Thank you all so, so much. Spaz says, I'm like a Cinderella at midnight. I turn into a snoring pumpkin. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. It's been a fun, fun show. It's been a deep show. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Well, I don't know what we're going to get into tomorrow, but it's going to be whatever it is. It'll be fun, interesting, and informative. I love you guys. Follow me on Rumble. Follow me on Telegram, Gab, uh, BitChute, all these great places. We shall do this again tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Tell your friends and family, get on the foxhole, join the fun, and build this community together, guys. We cannot do it without you. Much love. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.